Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. On this week's show, we have the new moon in Gemini, which happened Monday. We're going to talk about that. Mercury retrograde stationing direct while it is squaring Saturn, which is stationing retrograde at the end of the week. Venus and Taurus. Those are going to be the big things we talk about this week. Again, I'm sorry this did not get out on Monday. I had gone away for my birthday and for Memorial Day, took my kids to New York City and I've just been exhausted. And of course, I got home and went right to doing hair. For some of you who might not realize, I actually have a full-time hair career as well. And of course, I, you know, one thing to the next, the Gemini in me just keeps it moving over and over and over again. I want to remind everyone to follow me on all my social media, Cosmic Colleen 1C. You definitely want to go to TikTok probably first there because I often do daily transit videos and again it's more information added on to what I'm talking about here because as I'm driving while I'm in between clients appointments all of a sudden things about the transits appear to me you know they just come into my mind and I say let me go to my car and do a quick video about this so definitely follow me on there and thank you again for everyone who keeps supporting me sending this podcast out to friends posting it on their social media That is really helping my podcast grow, and it just really means so much to me. Um, Before we get into the transits, I want to talk about my trip and a little bit of how Mercury Retrograde showed up for me. If you don't want to hear this story, fast forward five minutes, and I'll get into the astrology, but I'm going to start out with the story of the Mercury Retrograde weekend. Now, when Mercury Retrogrades, it's actually a really, you know, travel, it can get messed up. But it's the actual traveling part of our trips. Does that make sense? It's a really good time to relax. Remember, the retrogrades, anything with an RE is good. It's a really good time to relax, reflect. And where the issues come when it says travel issues is it's actually the movement of getting from one place to the other. And that sort of in translation tends to be where the Mercury retrograde messes up. So again, I usually know that when I go on, and I, it's so hard because they happen once, you know, in the summer, it's really hard to kind of vacation and not hit Mercury retrograde. So it's always been pretty good. And my New York trip was amazing. It was my kids first time in New York City. And they loved it. But this is so funny. This is how it started out. So I grew up going to New York City. That's where, with my dad, I'd go to the beach. And with my mom, she grew up in New York City. So we went to New York City every year on vacation. So it was exciting to finally be able to take my kids there. And we stayed at this hotel, a nice hotel. And when we first got there, we couldn't check in early. But I put my bags in the hotel. And I went to the bathroom down there with my two kids. And all of a sudden, I go to pee in the lobby bathroom. And a cockroach comes running in. And I scream. And I open the door. And the bellhop was like, kill it kill it and I was like okay I just like stepped on it and it did die quicker than I thought I thought they were hard to kill and then he's like hold on I'll clean it up came and cleaned it up and I pee again and then another one came out and of course my Aquarius son who's not scared of bugs or anything he's like oh I want to pick it up I want to touch it I'm like no it's dirty don't touch it and when we walked out of the bathroom the bellhop was like Welcome to New York. He's like, watch out for the birds with no wings. <laughs> I was like, okay, that is true. I said, you guys got the first experience. That's not super mercury retrograde because there's cockroaches everywhere. But I just thought that was kind of a funny story. So the whole day went really great. We traveled around, did a lot. The kids really hustled the New York City hustle as we went from place to place. 
And the first night, you know, we're exhausted. We probably walked, it felt like three miles throughout the day. We did a lot. And we finished our night in Little Italy and Chinatown. And we take a, the the van back. And my Capricorn Moon was with us. And I just said, there's hotel. There's a few of them. And he knows it was like a little bit off from Times Square, you know. But in his head, I just said, it actually was close. It was right next to Central Park South. And in his head... I just like, yeah, Times Square is close. So when he gets in, I didn't even register that he said to the cab driver, you know, Times Square. So we first pull up to the hotel. We're driving. The kids are tired. They're whining. You know, the whole thing. We just want to get back to the hotel. And we pull up, and I'm like, all right, yeah, this one isn't ours. We're in Times Square. He's like, you said Times Square. You said Times Square. I'm like, no, no, no. He said Times Square. I wasn't even paying attention to him. We're not, you know, we're like 10 blocks away from Times Square. Maybe further, and he's like, "Okay." And I, I looked up the address. I'm like, "No, no, no! It's this other one near, uh, near Central Park." And then we go there, and you know, 15 minutes later, sure enough, it's not our hotel room. And I was like, "Great, guys, this is Mercury retrograde." And he's like, "You know," and they're all whining, like, "Whatever, Mom, not Mercury retrograde, but it is. This is how it showed up." So we're tired, and then we're looking. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. He couldn't find it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I found it. You know, it's Central Park South. And then, and we got there. Wasn't really a bad, you know what I mean, experience, but it was definitely tired, and that's how it showed up. If you get what I'm saying, it showed up in these travel moments. We were exhausted. The kids were screaming. Everything was going crazy. And for some reason, we couldn't find our hotel room, and it took the third hotel trip. You know, and our taxi went another half hour longer. We finally got to the hotel room, and we made it in there. And then I'm exhausted. I forgot weed was totally legal, recreational in New York. I totally forgot that. So that was a happy surprise when I went and I got a few things and my kids are passing out. The Capricorn moons passed out. And I was like, let me take this edible just to relax, even though I'm already relaxed. And I know that edibles don't work that way for me. They actually work the opposite where all I do is think and obsessively think about things. And it's, it's not really super relaxing that way. And I knew that, but for some reason I thought this would be different. So I take the edible just a little bit, and I take a shower, and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Let me lay down in bed. And it was like, doo-doo, you know? Someone, like, turned on the electricity in my head, and I couldn't sleep for probably four hours. I was just up thinking about all kinds of crazy things. So what I try to do when I relax myself, because, of course, all the crazy things somewhat come in panic or worries, you know, that don't really aren't really anything to worry about. And I, as, as that happened... I just pray to every time, every worry that would come to me, I was like, okay, I'm going to just pray about it. And then so a worry would come to me, and I'd pray about it. And the worry would come to me, and I'd pray about it over and over again. So it ended up being kind of this like nighttime prayer session, which I guess was good to have and say all those prayers and get them out. So then woke up the next day and went about the day before we went home. And that's, it was funny that I was like, of course that would happen. So when we travel, it's not to worry about my Mercury retrograde. I had amazing time. You just got to let go of these little things that will happen, like the traveling, trying to get back to the hotel room. Kids are screaming. Third time, we finally found our hotel room. Things like that is how it plays out. Um, I didn't let it ruin my trip. We laughed about it. By the time we got back to the hotel, we laughed and let it go. So that's one of the ways it played out. I hope everyone else had a fabulous Memorial Day weekend. If you got out, the kickoff to summer. 
And I was like, again, I was going to get this episode out. I had done all my episode notes um, on my way into New York. And like I said, by the time I got home on Monday, my kids wanted to swim all day. I was too exhausted to do this Monday night. And then yesterday I woke up Tuesday morning and I did hair for 12 straight hours. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing it, but I'm getting my ass up Wednesday morning and I'm doing it. So here it is, guys. Again, I'm sorry. You know I try to get these out to you by Monday's latest, but it's coming to you on Wednesday. So... Mercury stations direct on, oh, what day is it? Okay, so Mercury stations direct, where is it? On Oh, yeah, because it's June. Hold on. Is it on, I'm looking at my calendar, you know, my honeycomb calendar, which has all of it, all the exact dates. So it's stations direct on the 3rd, which is on Thursday. And then on Friday, um, Mercury retrograde stations, I'm sorry, Mercury retrograde stations on Thursday direct, which means it's out of retrograde. It's now moving back forward into its normal motion. And Saturn retrograde stations, Saturn stations retrograde on Friday, which means it goes retrograde for a few months. Now, this whole week, beginning on Sunday, we had Mercury squaring Saturn. I did a couple videos on TikTok about that. I got that out of the way, at least. And on what we can feel this week and what we've been feeling is A, we can initially feel just a little bit sense of just feeling loss, lonely, um, sad, depressed, all those feelings that Saturn can sometimes bring. Sometimes they can come on without even realizing, you know, or understanding why it's happening. You're kind of like, oh, everything is pretty good. But for some reason, I'm feeling this way. Lonely, lost, scared, you know, anxious. And when it squares Mercury, again, we're going to our mind and our communication. So that's why that is happening. There also can be roadblocks in our mind, roadblocks in thinking. If we want to get a message across to someone or we really want them to understand something, this can be a time where we can't get it to them. Like they're just not getting it. Have you ever had that when you're like with someone and it's almost like they're just not there and you're like, no, 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 you need to understand this message. This is a very, very clear message and I don't know how you don't get that. And they're kind of looking at you like a deer in headlights. It's almost like that can happen. Like there's a block there. I need you to understand this message and you're just not getting it. That definitely can happen a lot this week as well as um, delays in communication, endings of communication, um, some fights can happen, but more so just feeling anxious, stuck, a little bit of loss, sadness, um, and feeling like, I think this Mercury retrograde this week too with Saturn is, you know, so this week we also had the new moon in Gemini and the new moons we start over and we begin something new. And in Gemini, we want to look where Mercury is and Mercury was in Taurus, fixed sign, squaring, um, Saturn and another fixed sign. So I feel like uh, some of these new beginnings that may have happened this week with the new moon in Gemini came after being sick of our own bullshit. Does that make sense? All of a sudden, you're seeing your patterns play out, the patterns that you learned from your parents, your grandparents, the ancestral patterns, and you're ready to change it. You're just like, you know what? I'm really sick of my own bullshit. And I think that was a big theme with this new moon, the new beginnings, and just being... In the new beginning being caused by you being sick of your own bullshit. And also, I like to say this saying a lot, there can be some truth. There's a lot of truth there. And at first, the truth will piss you off. But then it sets you free. If you allow it. 
The truth will piss you off and then it sets you free. With this too, there can be a lot of confusion. Something can happen and you're just confused. And then like, why is this happening? And why did this happen? I don't understand. So the new moon Gemini cycle that we're beginning over this, over this next month is going to be a new cycle around communication, a new mindset cycle, discipline, mental balance. Again, coming after delaying change that needs to happen. I know for me, when, when you walk a path of self-awareness or you seek it out, you know, or you're open to self-awareness, when I know I'm holding on to a pattern or a defect that is not for me anymore, I, I always see it. It's like all of a sudden it comes up and it's like right after I do it or act out on it, it's like you shouldn't have done that. That doesn't feel good anymore. That used to feel good. That was a defense mechanism, but it doesn't feel good anymore. And so it becomes this constant thing that I've become aware of until I'm ready to let go. It's almost like the sting, the sting, the sting. And then you're like, all right, I'm finally ready to let this sting go. I'm over it. Because the truth is we are the common denominator in all of our problems. That's the one thing we need to realize. We are the common denominator in all of our problems. It's so much, e it's so much easier to blame it on someone else. But again... We are the common denominator in all of our problems. And it's not someone else. It is us. It is us. Our mind, our voice, our perceptions, it is us. We cause our own pain because of our perceptions. And that is the truth with that. So, you know, again, a lot of lessons between Mercury and Saturn. Um, shh. One of my kids came down. Of course, I tried to say I'm trying to do this in the morning. Uh, but Abram came down. Say hi, Abram. Hi. Lay on the couch and listen to your mom do this podcast episode, but don't talk anymore. Shh. I don't know where your iPad is, but I'm in the middle of the show. I'm only going to a couple more minutes, okay? Just lay down. Um, listen to your mother rattle off this astrology stuff. I try to wake up early enough to get it done, but here we are. Now my kids are coming up. Okay, so one of the other things I want to talk about this week is Venus moving into Taurus. Again, you know Venus has been in a much happier spot over this over this little this little tiny bit. And um, Venus moving into Taurus, it's moving into one of its home signs. It's happy there, and it's the sign of enjoying. So when it comes to our children, our relationships, our joy, our pleasure, it's going to be a little bit happier. We're going to be doing things that we seek joy in, that make us happy. You know, this is going to be a time of, you know, if we are single, this is going to be a good time of sort of falling in love. You know, eventually it's going to, I guess, next week conjoin Uranus. So it could definitely be something out of the blue happens in a positive way with that. We might build a brand new friendship. We might build a brand new um, relationship. But really, it's going to be about us enjoying the finer things in life and letting us enjoy the finer things in life, if that's you. I know some people aren't into that, but most people are. And the finer things in life doesn't mean that you need to have go have like a 10-course meal and all this fancy stuff. It could be simply being, you know, the earth sign, enjoying life in the forest, going to a festival, just seeking and being around friends, love, happiness, and all of that. Again, I'm going to be talking about this transit over the next couple of weeks because when Venus or Mercury or planets move into a new sign, it's not just about the moving into the new sign. It's about what happens and the different aspects that happen to it 
when it moves into that new sign. But overall, this is going to be a really, really good transit for Venus. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week because there's a few things happening with Venus and Taurus. I want to share another Mercury retrograde story that I forgot about, which is pretty funny. When Venus moved into Taurus, uh, Mercury is in Taurus. Venus, one of the things it rules is sisters, siblings. And my mother, you know, we were all, my mother got mad at me about something. She's always mad at me about something. And something silly. And she meant to shit talk about me to my sister. (laughs) However, she sent it to the group text message of my sister-in-law, my sister, my brother. I think there's a couple of people out there shit talking me. (laughs) And that was on the way home from from New York. And it's funny now. I was a little bit ticked off in the moment. However, it was kind of funny because that's that's what that is, especially moving in, you know, Venus and Mercury and Taurus. That's a very strong family sign. So there it was. And there was my mom. And then, of course, like a typical baby boomer, I was like, Mom, why did you just do that? She's like, what are you talking about? I didn't send any message. So I just screenshot it to her and say, this is the message that you meant to just send to my sister that watched the entire group message. And. then, of course, you know, I'm a Virgo rising. My sister is a Virgo rising. My sister-in-law is a Virgo rising. My brother is a Taurus rising. So then it was kind of these, and my mom is a Cancer rising. She's a Pisces. So she's got all the water and we have all the dry, sarcastic humor. So after that, it sort of became each one of us sent this like really funny, very dry, sarcastic Virgo response. And then it was over. I forgot I wanted to share that because, again, shit like that happens. And some people could be super upset. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't like anything just like typical mom, daughter, you know, talking shit type of stuff to the sister. If you have a sister, you know what that what that is like. It wasn't horrible. But it is funny because those are the slip ups that happen with Mercury retrograde. It's just like this long thing talking shit about me. And mind you, I was right the whole time. That, 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 that. Okay, so again, um, that's really the big things for this week. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about Saturn retrograde. That's the big thing. So Saturn is a malefic planet, which means Saturn is a harder planet. It tends to, its first response is to bring destruction, chaos, and pain. It doesn't bring the happy sunshine things as the other, as like Venus or Jupiter. However, it works the opposite of those planets. When those planets go retrograde, like Mercury, there tends to be chaos and it tends to take on a harder tone. Now, when the malefic planets, uh, Mars and Saturn, turn retrograde, it actually tends to take on a much sweeter tone. It's almost switching it up, which means good things are coming. This is not a scary time. Saturn retrograde is actually quite a positive time for Saturn-ruled things. Saturn, the lord and the planet of our karma, likes to have, um, you know, it gives you rewards as well. It doesn't just take things away. It gives you rewards, and especially during this time. And it gives rewards for people who have put sacrifice, who have put strife, who have worked very, very hard and have not given up, and especially around your life lessons because it is the planet of karma. We come here with lessons to learn, and Saturn's the one that brings it. So, When we master these lessons, you know, I try to give this message across to my kids. Life is about evolving and learning. You did not come here perfect. You came here to grow, and that does not change. And when you actually put the work in, because if you grow, you know how much work that takes. When you put in that hard work, when you keep keep doing something, even though you're not getting those instant rewards, Saturn comes down and rewards you massively. 
Saturn doesn't give instant rewards. Saturn gives rewards after running that long marathon. Do you know what I mean? After running that long marathon physically, mentally, metaphorically, Saturn is there to bring it. So when retrograde happens, and it happens for a couple months, this is a big time where we get rewarded. We get rewarded for in between the retrogrades, for putting in that hard work, for doing those things. So it has an easier tone. It's really not as scary. It really isn't. This is a, it's a good thing. But the truth is about Saturn, that could be crazy. If you're someone who keeps, keeps being shown where you need to change, where you need to grow, where you need to go wrong, Saturn is going to keep making sure that you're not getting those next levels because that is what we're here to do. It doesn't mean that it's fair, but it takes hard work to grow and change, evolve certain things. And if you're still stuck in that same cycle and you're not having the awareness, you're going to say keep staying in that same cycle, only it's going to get harder and harder every time because the universe wants you to evolve your thinking. So let's say it puts you, I know I was like this for a long time to my last marriage. It puts you in the same situation. It just looks a little different and it's, it's a test. And then you didn't fail. You didn't really pass the test there. You kept doing the same bullshit. So it puts you in the next situation, which is a little bit harder this time. And then you do the same thing. And then eventually it puts you in something that's so hard that you have to change or you have to change the behavior because the pain is great enough. You know, there's an old saying in NA, you know, when the pain gets great enough, you will change. And this happens. So again, there's nothing to be scary of. The Saturn retrograde is going to be good, but we're going to be talking about that and those transits for the next, you know, all of these weeks. So again, the next episode will be out next Monday. I'm sorry that this got a little bit a few days late. Thank you guys for always listening. Um, sorry if it sounded a little bit all over the place. I'm definitely still uh, metaphorically, mentally hungover for my birthday week, you know, in a good way, meaning like not actually physically, but just metaphorically, all the energy of going and going, going and doing so much fun. My son Abram is looking at me like, what are you talking about? He's been listening these last 10 minutes and he is like in awe of the planets. But thank you again. Thank you for everyone for sending this show out, for supporting me, sending love. Um, I appreciate and I love you guys so much. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of the week, a beautiful kickoff to summer. And I hope this is one of the best summers for all of you listening. And make sure you check out next, last week's episode with Karina out in california such a good she is such a good energy so much so full of love and just has so much going on so make sure you check out that episode we talk about her spiritual journey after not growing up you know religious in any sort of way after having dark night of the soul how she found self-love after you know a lot of heartbreaks and so there's a lot of good self-love uh, information on there. So definitely check that out. And thank you everyone again. Make sure you check me out on all my social media, Cosmic Colleen 1C. Uh, love you all and have a great day. Goodbye. Yeah.